Oh, it's thick. Like, oh. in and out, I have to suck this hard. <laughs> Ooh, she thick. It's Jenks and Sonali, and you're listening to Pass, Pass the Salt. Salt. Welcome back, guys. Yeah, welcome back. Episode five. So happy you're here with us. For real. So happy you've made it this far. Today, for our food, we have a little mock burger. Yeah, so you guys probably don't know this, but Jenks and I don't eat red meat, specifically beef. Mm -hmm. We both grew up in a pretty dominantly vegetarian household. We're Indian, and you'll meet a lot of Hindus that are vegetarian or vegan. So we do not get the luxury of enjoying cheeseburgers from In-N-Out like you guys do. Yeah. But (laughs) but we're getting grilled cheeses. That's what we get, which is not even a real burger. But honestly, they're really freaking good. Like, I have no shame in admitting that I get a grilled cheese from In-N-Out because they make it really great. So this place we went to, what's it called, Son? It's called Vow Burger. It's on Fairfax. Yeah, and it's a dupe for In-N-Out, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be like, they have basically a similar menu to In-N-Out. They have like Vow style fries, and they're a dupe of the animal style fries from In-N-Out. Yeah. And the main thing is that they also have grilled onions, which is what In-N-Out is kind of known for. They're caramelized grilled onions. Um, But they also have, each of their burgers comes with a veggie patty. Yeah, it's a fully vegan restaurant. So Mm -hmm. even my milkshake, it's vegan. Um, All the cheese that they use today, it's all vegan. And the patties are vegan. So we're going to try it and let you guys know what we think. I'm really, really excited because I've drank in milkshakes from In-N-Out and I've had the animal style fries, so have you. Yeah. So although we can't compare it to the actual burgers, (laughs) we can can compare the other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's dig in. All right, so let's try this freaking burger. Okay, man. moment of truth. There's flavor to this, but it's not like jaw dropping amazing. You know? Like, if this is comparable to an In N Out burger, then I don't get the hype about an In N Out burger, but I'm going to give In N Out the credit it deserves and say this doesn't taste like an In N Out burger. I think it does justice for it being fully vegan. Mm-hmm. I think for it being a vegan mm-hmm. restaurant. It has done what it could do mm-hmm. in order for it to mimic in and out The good thing is there's a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's not bland at all. I think the only critique that I would give is that I wish it had more sauce. More sauce, yeah. 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 It does definitely um, resemble in and out Yeah. I can see it. Okay. You want to try it? Let's try the fry. Okay. So we both got the Vow style fry. It's basically an animal fry, but vegan. This is pretty good. The fries I give like a 8.5. The burger I give a 7. Yeah, I was going to say a burger like a 6.5. Ooh. Like I wouldn't get it again. I uh, I would get it again. No. Like if I was going to get the whole thing again, I would do it. I would do it if I wanted a vegan option, but I feel like I would rather just get a grilled cheese from In-N-Out. <laughs> Honestly. But these fries, I can do again. So they didn't sell you on the Impossible Patty. No, they didn't sell me on the burger, but I think the fries are good. Fries are pretty good. And then I also got a vanilla shake, so I'm going to try this. I've never had a vegan shake before. Oh, it's thick. Like, in and out, I have to suck this hard. (laughs) Ooh, she thick. It does not compare to an in and out (laughs) shake. I will be honest. Okay, so. Here, you want to try it? Yeah. It gives you like that. It's definitely like a, it feels less sugary, so it definitely satisfies that sugar craving, but it's nothing compared to an in and out shake. It definitely tastes vegan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So overall, what's your consensus? Um, Like, I would say like a 7.6. Yeah. I'd say around there too. Yeah. Let's give them a 7.5. Yeah. I like, I like the... It's good, but I'd rather just have it in and out. Yeah. Honestly. It's a Thursday night, and we're sitting here talking about celebrity businesses that fucking suck. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about some endorsements, some celebrity brands that just make absolutely no fucking sense. Yeah, and even just brands that you had no idea celebrities own. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. We're taking a break from the whole scandal situation. Yes. We can't be so toxic all the time. We're going to laugh today. We're going to laugh. We're going to bring you some good quality info. So let's let's just get into it, yeah? 
Sure. I feel like celebrities tend to have trends on what kind of brands they start to build. You know, like, for example, you can literally think of any rapper right now or any (laughs) hip-hop artist, and they will probably have their own liquor brand. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I know that we drink some liquor brands that are owned by um, celebrities, and I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, I will never try A18. Don't ever try to get me to try that stupid shit. I'll try it, but I don't think I'll ever buy it for myself. Oh, like if somebody not. had it, I'd be like, yeah, let me let me get a sip of that. I want to see what the hype is about. But I would never go out and spend, what, like 60 fucking bucks on that? That shit's expensive. The amount of controversy that came with that brand. Yeah. We could probably spend a whole episode talking oh about. Oh, my God. But we're not going to give Kendall Jenner the time of day. No. <laughs> this is not the first one that she's fucked up on either. Everyone remember Pepsi? I feel like every celebrity goes for a liquor brand at some point in (laughs) their life, you know. And it's funny because I I wasn't very aware of it. I mean, Kendall Jenner's 818 tequila was the first time I really... I wouldn't say the first time, but, like, it was the first time I was aware that it was mainstream, Mm -hmm. you know. And I didn't... until, Until I started really doing more research for this episode... I was like, holy crap, like, everybody has a liquor brand. (laughs) And honestly, like, some of these I want to try. And, okay, there are a ton of celebrity liquor brands. I'm only going to list the ones that I found actually interesting because I'm not even kidding. When you think of any, like, hip-hop artists, they have a liquor brand. You Mm -hmm. think of, you know, some country singers, they're going to have whiskey, you know. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to just talk about the ones that, like, surprised me a little bit. Bruno Mars has his own rum brand. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's called Selveray. Ooh. I think that's how you say it, at least. Sounds fancy. Kate Hudson mm-hmm. has her own vodka called King Street Vodka. And she came up with the idea of coming out with her own vodka line because she realized at her bar that she had zero liquor brands made from women. So she created her own. I love that. I love that, yeah. Props to you. I'm going to try it. Yeah, we'll try that one. King Street Vodka. Nick Jonas also has his own brand of vodka, I believe. It's called Villa One. Okay, I don't think I've heard of that one either. Never heard of that. Um, the Rock also has a brand of tequila called Teramana. Yes, I've heard of that. Yeah. Actually, actually, there was this TikToker I follow. Her uh-huh. name is Fia. She's from Los Angeles. Yes. <laughs> and she did like a weird TikTok skit. She was talking about how you're such a tough girl. Why don't you take a shot of tequila without making a face? Bet you can't. And so it became viral and people started like duetting it. Yeah. And taking a shot of tequila without making a face. The Rock did it with Did it. Yeah. That's great marketing. With his own tequila brand. And I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Speaking of um, tequila, Justin Timberlake, your boo, Mm. has his own tequila brand as well. It's called Saza. I think that's how you say it. S-A-U-Z-A. Saza 901 Tequila. Okay. Um, what, like, are, what are all these numbers? Do you know? Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but he's not, they're not the only ones with tequila brands. There's actually a, a lot. Um, for example, LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. <laughs> has his own tequila brand called Lobos Tequila. Okay. And um, Elon Musk even has his oh, own tequila I, brand, Tesla Tequila. Yes, I saw that one. I have seen people. That's pretty viral on on TikTok. And I've seen a lot of people show like how it's really hard to pour because the bottle's like shaped all like a Yeah. Oh my God. I saw this. Speaking of TikTok again, I saw this TikTok where she was trying to be fancy and like pour it Mm -hmm. on camera, miss the fucking cup. And everyone's like, you, you just wasted $300 of tequila. I know. (laughs) Cringe. Um, And then this is my favorite one. And I really hope I'm not the only one that didn't know this because then I'm going to be really, really, really embarrassed. But Casa Amigos Tequila is actually George Clooney's brand. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Fuck! (laughs) I'm the only one! (laughs) Actually, that's not common knowledge. I just recently found that out. Yeah, so him and uh, Cindy Crawford's husband, Rand Gerber, I think that's how you say his name, (laughs) um, they actually came up with the idea when they were vacationing in Mexico um, and I think that's how they got the name Casa Amigos because their vacation homes, I believe, were next to each other. So it was like Casa oh, Amigos. Oh, okay. That's cute. Yeah. And it was kind of an accidental brand that 
that they built because they created it because they wanted a tequila that they loved that they could drink with like all their friends and their little like gatherings and shit. And then they were approached for a $1 billion deal by Diageo in 2017. And Casamigos is top notch. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Um, And let's see, who else? Uh, That's it for tequila that I'm going to mention today. Mm -hmm. Ryan Reynolds also has his own brand of gin, aviation gin. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that one. Vera Wang, surprise, surprise, Mm. has her own vodka. Vera Wang x Choppin vodka. I don't know who Chopin is. So she collabed with Chopin? She collabed, yeah. But, like, the bottle is so gorgeous. Like, it's so Vera Wang. It's, like... Really? What is it The design, it's, you know, it's a very chic design, and it's, like, half of it's black, half of it's white. It looked really nice. I would buy it just to use, like, the 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 bottle as decor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. I mean, I would drink the vodka, but then I would use it for decor. Um, Drake has his own whiskey that's probably not that surprising to a lot of people called Virginia Black Whiskey. Mm -hmm. Shannon Tatum has his own vodka called Born and Bred American. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, me either. But I had no idea for a lot of these, and I'm actually kind of tempted to try some of these. (gasps) Maybe we can do like a taste test. Piggybacking off of the alcohol brands, there um, are a number of celebrities that came out with their own restaurants. Mm. Here are a couple of celebrities that you probably didn't know owned restaurants, and I'm here to tell you. Justin Timberlake also has a restaurant called Southern Hospitality in New York City. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Priyanka Chopra has her own Indian restaurant in New York City called Sona. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to go there. Yeah. It's brand new. Ooh, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, Drake owns his own sports bar slash lounge call in Toronto called Six Sports. Sandra Bullock owns her own restaurant in te- Austin, Texas. Shout out to Alex and Mackenzie. Hey. <laughs> called Walton's Fancy and Staple. Okay. Um, Is it like a steakhouse? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. It's probably like southern food. Mm. Uh, Ryan Gosling, my boo, has a restaurant not that far from us. Literally down the street. I drive past it every freaking day. I had no idea that it's fucking Ryan Gosling's restaurant. <laughs> What's it called? I think it's pronounced, and I could totally be butchering this. And if I am, I apologize, um, Daddy Gosling. But it's called Tangine. Tajine. It's a Moroccan restaurant. How do you T- spell it? T-A-G-I-N-E. Okay. Um, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. And apparently, Meryl Streep is a regular. So that means we have to go try it? So that means we're going there this weekend. Yes. Okay. Got it. Um, (laughs) Shannon Tatum also has his own restaurant on Bourbon Street in New Orleans called Saint and Sinners. Shannon Tatum? Shannon Tatum. And I really hope that you don't know about this because I didn't know about this and I'm going to (laughs) feel really embarrassed after this episode if you knew this and I didn't and I... Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Nobu Malibu is owned by Robert De Niro. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Shit. That cool? Very yeah. cool. Yeah. So Robert De Niro um, partnered with a Japanese chef called Nobu Yaki Matsuhisa. The story behind this is he used to go to a restaurant. I believe it was Nobuyaki's restaurant or it was a restaurant that he was cooking in. Mm -hmm. But he would go there and he loved his food so much that he uh, actually asked him to start a restaurant with him. And at the time, Nobuyaki was like, not about it, needed to focus on something else. You know, when Robert De Niro asks you (laughs) to make a restaurant with him, you say yes. He told him, like, right now was not the right time for me. Oh, okay. And then asked him to wait a couple years. Maybe he'll be interested then. And Robert De Niro approached him again a couple years later. Wow. And was like, we need to make a restaurant together. And and, and now you're in Drake's song. <laughs> and now every celebrity, everyone that knows anyone has heard of Nobu Malibu. <laughs> but, yeah, Robert De Niro. Never no, would have guessed. Oh no, that was definitely something I did not know. Yeah, I hope you guys didn't know that either. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we're the only ones living under. Unless we're living under rocks now. I wouldn't be surprised, you know. <laughs> you know what else what? I feel? Um, what kind of the industry that most celebs are going in now? What? The makeup and oh, skincare oh industry. Gosh. Yeah, like I, I think recently I just saw that Halsey's coming out with her own yeah. line and. Uh, Ariana Grande is launching her own makeup brand. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah, Makes no sense. So I have a list of people that are going to, 
people that are coming out with new makeup brands or that have already come out. Did you hear that Scarlett Johansson with Kate Foster came out with a skincare slash makeup brand? No, absolutely yeah. not. It like launches in 2022 apparently and oh. it's called No Name. Look, I understand the whole like YouTube beauty gurus and makeup artists that came out with their own line. That makes sense because mm-hmm. that's what they are professionals in. But yeah. an actress who gets her makeup professionally done does not yeah. need to has no reason to be coming out. Like with Drew Barrymore. Line. Or Selena Gomez. Like sorry Selena, but yeah. you were never known for your makeup. Yeah. I can that's understand true. like Kim and, and you know, I can understand Kylie too because of the whole like lips thing. Yeah. The, you know, but and they both wear like heavy makeup. Like they do different mm-hmm. looks. So I would understand why they would come out with brands that had to do with your outer appearance but like Scarlett Johansson really yeah or Ariana Grande really well get this Millie Bobby Brown came out with her own line called Florence by Mills yeah that she's I don't even think she's 18 yet like or I think Addison Rae has her own brand no way yeah you didn't know that no I had no idea I'm pretty sure she has her own makeup brand and it's like it actually makes a lot of money but that was like the one thing that she did like right after she got famous was come out with her own makeup brand oh my god yeah, some of these, I mean, Selena Gomez is doing pretty good with her makeup brand, and I feel like Scarlett Johansson will do good, just because it's more skincare, I think, on her part. Um, but I have, I don't see anybody else doing as well. Like, Ariana Grande, I think her fans will buy her shit, but, like, yeah. I don't, I'm not gonna go buy Ariana Grande shit unless someone's like, oh my god, this is so good. That's what I'm curious about is like, what led these celebrities to be like, I'm gonna come out with a makeup line? Like, was it, oh, I have the money to do it, so I'm just gonna do it? Or did they feel like they're, it made sense for their brand? Like, I can understand, like, again, Ariana Grande because she has all those fans that yeah. would probably be in that demographic that probably buys a ton of makeup, watches a lot of beauty gurus and all that. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, who would be, like, who is, Scarlett Johansson's demographic and who was like Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Like she's well, so that dumb. takes me back. That takes me to my next point, which is celebs. Just because they're famous, they be starting shit out of their asses. Oh, like, yeah. and that's why some of them flop. Yeah. We also have Lady Gaga. She did oh, yeah. House Laboratories. That and I thought then, was weird too because I understand that Lady Gaga has is known for her looks, but yeah. it's not really makeup. It's like over the top, like crazy shit. Yeah. Like, her outfits and her performances and the way she, like, looks overall. But it's never, like, centered towards her makeup. Mm-hmm. She came out with it in twenty in uh, 2019. And I have heard nothing about it. <laughs> I've heard stuff about it, but it's not, it's not like, number one. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, like, it's never, I don't think it's really Well, like, comparatively to, like, Rare Beauty, you hear about Rare Beauty a lot. Like, I've, I've heard that her blushes are really good. And she has genuine good, genuinely good products. Well, I think that the reason why hers probably gets more, you know, recognition mm-hmm. through um, people that buy it is because I think Lady Gaga's brand, mm-hmm. I think that's more of like a creative makeup. It's more for like the people that want to do spunky colors. It, yeah. it kind of like gives me, in a sense, Kat Von D vibes. Selena Gomez, for example, hers is more like the modern woman, the girl that wants to just go to high school and put on a little bit of blush and yeah. some mascara, but like... Very minimalistic. Yeah, and then where I feel like Lady Gaga was being for like the person that wears like bright blue eyeshadow and eyeliner. Yeah. Have you heard anything about Lauren Conrad? Like she like fell off the map for a little bit, right? Yeah, but I think she's still doing really well with her um, fashion line. line. Yeah, at Kohl's. Yeah. Well, she came out with a beauty brand, too, called Lauren Conrad Beauty, oh. and she launched well, it last year. Well, maybe she hasn't year. fallen off the map, bitch. We just well, probably haven't been paying attention. Yeah. I mean, she hasn't fallen off the map, but I just haven't heard about it, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> but then again, like, you probably don't follow her. Like, you just probably aren't affiliated with that Hills, yeah. you know, fandom. Yeah. The one person that comes to mind that did makeup right is Fenty Beauty. Fenty Beauty, oh, Rihanna. 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 <laughs> Sorry, That's I have a cousin. respect on that name. I have a cousin named Rihanna. <laughs> or a family friend. Well, we're not talking about her. <laughs> it just came out of my mouth. Rihanna, my apologies, queen. <laughs> Fuck. Got a little salty with you for a second. For real, I'm salty with myself. <laughs> How could I do that? Oh. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, Rihanna did it well with her. When she first launched her... What the fuck was that? Probably was... Oh, that was screaming? Little kids, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, the one per... My gosh. These kids. 
fuck them kids. If you can hear them through our audio when we live in a whole different building than them, imagine what it sounds like in their house. Yeah. Our windows are closed. Well, mine's cracked open. Oh. Okay. But still, like, nobody should be hearing this clearly outside. No. Nobody. Anyways. So the one celebrity that comes to mind that did uh, makeup right was Rihanna Fenty Beauty. Of course. Queen. All yeah. All the queen. Queen Riri. Um, as soon as she launched, she came out with 50 different shades of her foundation, which is wild. And nobody else could follow it. Nobody else could follow it. Jaclyn Hill. Dude, don't even get me started. We already had our moment with Jaclyn Hill, and I already expressed to you why I don't like her. We don't need to go back down this route. We don't. Let's just leave her in the past. Let's focus the energy on Rihanna, where it needs to be. I'm sorry. It's just, you had an example you could have looked at, you know? You could you do better. Anyways, so she did a great job with all of that, and we give her props because she is paving the way in the beauty industry really? right now. Right now she is, for yeah. sure. Like, I don't know anyone that's more inclusive with mm-hmm. their makeup and puts, like, the average woman in mind. Like, her, also her pricing is so mm-hmm. for the everyday person. Yeah, it's very affordable, for yeah. sure. But you know what, like, pisses me off, though, is always when, like, celebrities will come out with brands and they're like, yeah, I'm making this for, like, the modern woman or, like... I'm keeping every woman in mind when I do this, and then they slap on like a thousand dollar price tag. Like, yeah. honey, who do you know that can afford this besides you, rich people? Yeah, <laughs> I literally saw this morning that Sierra came out with her home what clothing line, right? And that's why I'm a little salty about the whole celebrities coming out with brands mm-hmm. and then saying that it's for like a normal person, but then slapping this fat price tag on it because I was like excited. I was like, her, I think her whole line is more of like a tomboy slash girly vibe, so it's more like athletic clothing but like also trendy streetwear and I was looking at pictures and I thought it looked really cute and I went and I saw that it's on Nordstrom like you can exclusively get it at Nordstrom so I went on their website to see just curious of how much it was mm-hmm. one pair of pants are like a thousand dollars what yeah one t-shirt is like three hundred dollars oh and I'm gosh. like what and it makes no sense and who's gonna be able to afford that please let me know rich people so she's not making it for the modern woman she's not making it for the modern woman at all she's making it for the upper class woman but it's like i mean you clearly must be tone deaf that's how i see it like is sierra actually affiliated just affiliated with this brand or does she actually own it no i believe she owns it i think she partnered with her husband and i think there's another person that's partnered with them oh okay okay. but it's i mean she's supposed to be running it you know like oh okay so it's her brand she basically yeah it's her i think it's her and russell wilson okay yeah yeah Yeah, it's his but i mean i even think about there's so many there's so many celebrity brands out there that you know we probably don't even realize that celebrities Mm -hmm. own or like products that celebrities have come out with that just doesn't make any sense there are like celebrities that have done something completely different than what they're known for and it's actually worked like you know Gwyneth Paltrow for example Mm -hmm. but she has some things that I'm like where did you get this idea and I understand that Goop is like a brand that's supposed to be testing you know taboo ideas and pushing the limits and being the ones to be like yeah we're gonna do this for you so you don't have to do it yeah and we'll tell you all about it type of thing so I actually had no idea that's crazy yeah so they'll do like cool I remember I watched this um video where they went to this I don't even know what it was but he was like an energy healer and he would move energy around from your body and release it from areas that he was stuck in and you watch the whole video of like Gwyneth Paltrow and like a bunch of other people that are part of the team do it and it looked amazing and I was like I need to go to this guy and but it's like really expensive to go to him yeah I'm sure <laughs> but yeah so and she has this candle it's called this candle smells like my vagina what <laughs> shut the fuck up and it's like okay cool like you know you piqued my interest but then it's 75 dollars wow do you think it did well I, it sales? sold out what it's 100% sold out she also has one that says this smells like my orgasm and okay. that's sold out as well. So it's just like in the kind of the sexual realm. Yeah, and at, at first you're like, ooh, what? But then you <laughs> kind of like sit there and you're like, you know what? I kind of want to see what that smells like. You know, like yeah. if you walk past that through a store, like in a store, you would stop and smell. Don't yeah. lie, you would. I would. I want to I know mean, what the title. Was... The title grabs my attention. Exactly. So that was something that I thought was like, okay, that makes no sense <laughs> to you, Gwyneth. But if this is who you really are, like if you're some like vibrant like eccentric woman that we don't know Mm -hmm. like i'm here for it i mean with a company with a name like goop 
I love that. Name. I feel like I can. Where the hell do they find like that? that? I would love to learn the story of that. Yeah. Props to Gwyneth. You do your thing, Miss Peltro. You do your thing. There's so many products that celebrities have come out with that make absolutely no sense. Like, let me tell you what. Let me let me tell you something that you probably will never even have guessed in a million years. What? So apparently, Beyonce owns a vegan meal service company called Twenty Two Days of Nutrition. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I definitely when I think did of not Beyonce, know that. I don't think of vegan food. I'm sorry, but I guess it, when I looked into like the concept or whatever, her trainer is somebody who got her into like having a vegan diet or whatever. And oh, okay. the whole concept of 22 days nutrition is that you it takes 22 days to break a break a habit mm-hmm. or 21 days to break a habit, and so it's supposed to p- push people to live like a healthier, balanced life with like more whole foods and instead of eating like meat and you know having like veggies and alternatives like that but when i go on the website they didn't have any like meal service options it's mostly just vitamins and protein powder which what? i'm like how, what where does that even say beyonce on there yeah <laughs> like that looks that has nothing to do with beyonce i've never even heard her say in an interview like yeah well it's I actually on her website <laughs> no way 22 yeah. vegan it's 22 days of nutrition. Oh, 22 <laughs> days of nutrition. <laughs> 22 vegan. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yes, another thing that's completely out of left field is apparently Madonna has five children's books that are international bestsellers. Holy shit. Yeah. Is her name on them, like, as the author? Yeah. What? Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, she had a book deal um, with Callaway Arts and Entertainment. Mm. I'm not I'm not a huge Madonna fan. I really don't know much about what's going on in her life, but I thought that was cool. It's not something you really expect Madonna of all people to do. Yeah. But I know that the whole like writing a children's book is like a big trend that's happening right now. Yeah. And I think it's cute. I they're think cute. It's cute. And too. like I looked at some of the artwork for like the the books and they're all like really like illustrated and very whimsical, and I think, I mean, I would buy it for a kid <laughs> yeah. if I had a kid. <laughs> Speaking of children's books, um, our bitch, Tori from The Challenge. Oh, yeah. I, Tori Deal. She came out with a children's book, too. Apparently, that one's doing pretty well. Yeah, but I feel like we're the only ones that watch The Challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone challenge. else knows who she is. <laughs> uh, everyone should. She a bad bitch, okay? <laughs> Um, and then, you know, like when the pandemic was kind of uh, going away, we started working from um, the office. I saw on Instagram, I work in Santa Monica, and mm-hmm. I guess that Tyra Banks created a ice cream company. Oh. Or, yeah, it's like an ice cream shop slash company, and they opened a storefront in Santa Monica. And I saw, like, there was, like, this big buzz going around because she was there and she was, like, saying hi to fans and shit. So that's how I knew about it. And I haven't tried it. And the only reason I haven't tried it is because I did hear someone say that it's overly priced and very mediocre, which would not surprise me (laughs) with Tyra Banks. But it's called Smize Cream. Smize cream? Yeah. Because she invented the smize. But it's like, what? where do you, where My did you God. go from modeling and being like... Where does smize cream come in? Like... Exactly. I don't get it. I, when I think of smize cream, I would not be thinking of like ice cream. I'd be thinking of like some facial lotion. Right. Like I think that would have made <laughs> more sense than going down the route of ice cream. Yeah. But I guess... Tyra Banks has been a fan of ice cream her whole life. <laughs> Good for Tyra. As Same the rest here. of the U.S. and anyone that's not lactose intolerant. Actually, I take that back. I feel like lactose intolerant people are probably more into ice cream than the average person because they know they can't have it. Yeah. And they want it even more. I feel like I'm lactose intolerant. I still be eating ice cream. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so she created Smice Cream. The whole concept is you eat a tub of ice cream or whatever. It's not a tub of ice cream. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, you eat your little ice cream cup or whatever, and at the bottom of it, there's a Smice Surprise, quote unquote. And all that is is just a cookie dough, cookie dough truffle, and it's just flavored. Depending on what uh, ice cream flavor you get, you get a certain cookie dough truffle at the end of it. And 
on the website, I'm just like reading it and they're like, oh yeah, at the end of your uh, ice cream, you get a cool little surprise. And the surprise is meant to talk about our mission, about how we want people to follow their dreams and, you know, achieve all their goals and all this shit. So, and then they kept referencing this mentorship program. And I was like, okay, so what is, what's this? Is this this a business? It is a business. And I was like, so what is this, like, smy surprise, you know? Like, totally expecting it to be, like, one of those golden tickets from yeah. Willy Wonka's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And you win something. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, do you get, like, an opportunity to be mentored by Tyra Banks herself or something? No. It's just fucking cookie dough. How <laughs> the fuck does that translate? Like, exactly. How does, how does that correlate at exactly. all? Exactly. That's a fucking reach. <laughs> that is a fucking reach. I'm sorry, Tyra. Have you seen that meme where it's, like, this girl just, like, looking like this and there's, like, calculations happening? happening yeah. around her that's me right now yeah that's legit me well on the website they literally use like keep on digging like digging for that end goal and it's like you're digging through your ice cream cup you you're know digging through your smice cup <laughs> for a fucking yeah. chocolate for a cookie dough truffle surprise at the end that's supposed to help with mentorship no oh. it's, it's supposed to push you to want to achieve your goals and yeah because i follow eat, your dreams by yeah. digging through ice cream that mm. i'm probably doing because i'm depressed and having a really emotionally tough day and i just got ice cream because i wanted to feel better okay tyra this has nothing to do with my fucking goals they're failing (laughs) that's why i got here that's why i had smice cream (laughs) oh well tyra best of luck best of luck to you girl Um, oh no we're not done with that shit yet what no it gets better so i was on her website and i was like oh let me just like look through it you know it's literally all tyra like the face of the brand is tyra they go you read everything and they're they're constantly talking about tyra it's like she got bored and was like i'm gonna make an ice cream shop on her faqs page they they literally have a question that i'm sure nobody asks but they're like (laughs) Will I get to meet Tyra Banks? <laughs> like, oh my God. No one fucking cares that much. This bitch still thinks she's so fucking relevant. And she like literally has like on there that she's like a two-time Emmy winner. Like this has nothing to do with Smice Cream, oh, Tyra. God. I don't know why you feel the need to put all these little accolades that you've achieved if throughout Tyra your Banks years. If Tyra Banks just let it, let it be... I think she would get so much more praise. Because she is iconic. She truly is. But when she does extra shit like this, it's like, girl, why? On her website, it says that she's very much a part of the brand. And she is she's very involved in the marketing, the branding, and the research process of it. And when I looked at that website, honey, I totally believe you. Because that looks like Turfy. a Tyra Banks resume. A fucking Tyra Banks TED Talk right there. Everyone, anyone that wants to know anything about Tyra Banks, come look at the website. You'll probably learn more about that than you would by reading a book about her. The FAQ page alone? <laughs> <Yeah>. Honestly. <laughs> Anyways, I will not be trying Smice Cream, but if you guys do, let us let know. Let us know, and <laughs> we'll feature it on the podcast if it's worth it. We'll, we'll literally read your review on our next episode. I'm not yeah. kidding. But on a more wholesome note, mm-hmm. Steve Carell, our lovely favorite person in the whole world, mm-hmm. has this little cute little side gig. Guess what it is? I'm going to let you guess. Um, I give up. <laughs> Do you think I'll I know guess it? you had some really good guesses, Jenks, but <laughs> they were all wrong. Steve Carell has this cute, quaint little general store he owns. Stop. Yeah, it's so cute. It's in Marshfield, Massachusetts. It's called the Marshfield Hills General Store. He bought it in 2009. Not only do they sell office merch, like Dunder Mifflin oh. merchandise and things like that, but they also sell jellies, candy, wine. And they have, like, his little website has, like, this cute little photo of him and, like, all his little staff around him. They're, like, standing by the store. It's so cute. So, like, dad-like, you know? Like, something that if your dad made a website of his, like, business, it would be, like, something you would imagine. Look at America's dad go. (laughs) Yeah, and the whole story behind it is that him and his wife grew up in Massachusetts and they would spend their summers out in a cute little town called Marshfield and they loved it so much that I think they when they heard that this um like the business was being sold that he bought it and now he runs it and it's his little thing he's his little baby so yeah if you're ever going to Massachusetts and you're near Marshfield go check it out yeah we'll do um (laughs) don't know if I'll when I'll be there but 
I will have to check it out. <laughs> Someone that's actually done pretty well with their brand and, you know, it, it maybe doesn't sound like it makes any sense right now, but she's done really good for herself considering, you know, how she really hasn't been acting for a long time. But Jessica Simpson, like the whole Jessica oh, Simpson wow. collection, even today, is bringing in a lot of money for her. Um, in 2020, it brought in $1 billion. No way. Yeah. And I was confused. I was like, I remember I used to see this shit when I lived in my hometown, like when Kohl's was a thing. Yeah. I would see it all over Kohl's and stuff, but I didn't really, I don't see anyone talk about it. I don't, you don't hear the average person being like, oh yeah, um, this is the Jessica Simpson top from her fall yeah. 2020 collection. Like, no. But the reason why it's done so good for her is her whole brand is about the American woman and she knows the middle of America people really well like take out the coast mid-America oh, she, yeah she completely Central. understands that demographic and what that type of woman needs so her brand is sold mostly in department stores like Macy's gotcha. and things like that and Kohl's but um, she has her own children's line home goods line footwear clothing she has like 30 products in different categories and yeah, and she's doing really well. So shout out to you, Jessica Simpson. I didn't expect this from you, but <laughs> good you keep for her. You did it. You Snaps did your to you. You did your research right, honey. You knew who your customer was. <laughs> that was not an epic fail. And that's all what good marketing and good <laughs> research. But yeah, there have been epic fails, right? Even like with um, what do you call it? What are those called? Endorsements. Yeah, too. so many fails on endorsements. There's some. There's some crazy ones. There's a lot of endorsement deals where you're looking at them and you're like, you guys just really wanted to secure that bag. Like, you 100%. don't care at all about yeah. the product. I will give credit to Khloe Kardashian because she, I don't know what uh, migraine brand that she <laughs> sponsors or endorses, but I genuinely think she does it because she probably really likes the company <laughs> because that's a random ass thing to be fucking endorsing. Like, I don't know who the hell loves the Kardashians also would go buy migraine medicine, you know? Yeah. But hey, <laughs> she, I mean, I'll give her some credit. And I and Chris Jenner, because I don't know if you knew this, but Chris Jenner <laughs> endorsed Poise the liners and pads. Oh, company. yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did bladder leak pads from them. Oh, she endorsed- my God. <laughs> Stop. Chris Jenner, we love you. God bless. Queen. <laughs> but hey, like, that's another example. I think she well, really likes them, and they probably hooked her up for a whole lifetime. <laughs> Okay, well, what about Kim K endorsing Charmin? Charmin? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. In 2010, I was dead Dude, when I saw that shit. Did you hear about, like, all what they did, like, the whole event itself? Yeah. No, I didn't hear too much about it. I just heard a little Bro, bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just heard a little bit? Like, what? Like, I just heard, like, they would give out, like, toilet paper to people passing by. <laughs> no, dude. So... <laughs> It was a pop-up in New York City in, what, 2010? Circa Mm -hmm. 2010. Let's just take it back a couple years. They did a whole ribbon-cutting ceremony for this pop-up. For Charmin. Who the hell on that marketing team thought it was smart to have a pop-up store for a toilet Toilet. paper company? Who the fuck's going to come to that? And what are they going to do? Girl. And what the hell did they have to pay Kim Kardashian to get her on that? Because I need to know. Yeah. But it was funny. I guess the event they had toilets that were open to the public. So you could, <laughs> they said that they will allow like passers that are walking by or walking the streets in New York to stop and use the restroom for free. Like what kind of fucking event is this? <laughs> oh my God. Maybe that's a big problem in like the city. Where I'm sure it is. But for... it, I'm sure it is. But it's like. How does this make any sense? And why the hell would you need Kim Kardashian to be yeah. there for that? Yeah, definitely. Um, another crazy brand that actually John Cena and Drew Barrymore both endorsed this brand in 2017. Crocs, <laughs> bitch, Crocs. Okay, I'm not gonna and like no hate to Drew Barrymore. I love her to death. But it's not completely out of left field for me to see her endorse Crocs. But John Cena, John that Cena. man will do anything for a bag. I'm tired yeah. of him. He's so annoying, mm-hmm. especially after the way he treated Nikki Bella. Like, you're dead to me. But the one commercial I still remember seeing it for the first time is when Snoop 
dog um, endorsed Hot Pocket with his famous line, Pocket like it's hot. Pocket, pocket like it's hot. <laughs> so I think that was genius. Genius. Speaking of Snoop Dogg, <laughs> Snoop Dogg also, you will never guess, but Snoop Dogg also owns um, a big part of Reddit. Oh. And so does Jared Leto. What? Both of, yeah. Both of them were part of a $50 million investment deal that happened in 2014. Love that. And it also includes, like, other people in it, but they both um, are co-owners of Reddit. Mm. You know what shit surprised me the most about Snoop Dogg is when he came out with that whole Martha Stewart collab. Oh, love I, him. I was like, what the <laughs> I know, but it's so funny. I uh, love Uncle him. Snoop. I actually met him. You did? Yeah, I used to work for this company, this dental company, and I, it's so random because the dental company is in IE, but I guess he like lives near I, the IE or close enough to where he can drive there, but mm-hmm. like the dental company that I worked for was his dentist. What? So they would, he was like their VIP client. They told everybody, like when I started working there, they would like talk about it all the time, and it was my birthday one year, and I walked into work, and they were like... Oh my god, like we have a surprise for you. And I was like, what? And they're like, we're gonna let you meet Snoop Dogg. And I was like, shut up, no way. Best birthday present ever. Yeah, it was so nice. I have a picture of it, I'll show you later. Uh, But yeah, yeah, he was super cool. I mean, he was a little drugged up, you know, because he had just gotten out of like a, you know. And he still took a picture with you? Yeah, he was so nice. So nice, yeah. (laughs) We love Uncle Snoop. Shout out to you. Shout out to Snoop. Okay, but we can't forget about the king of endorsements, Shaq. Girl! Shaquille O'Neal. Sh- oh, God, I love him. I think he made more money off of his endorsements than he probably did in oh, his yeah. career. Oh, yeah. His net worth is $400 million, And yeah. we, he has a $60 million salary just from endor- endorsements and business ventures. He's literally He literally has over 50 products. <laughs> yeah, he has so <laughs> many. Some of them are really weird, though. Super weird. Like, there's one... Um, he's actually considered the king of endorsements. One of the ones that he did was with Arizona Tea. He did like a weird collab and he called it Soda Shack Cream Soda. Literally, that's what yeah. it's called. And it comes with like four flavors and it's an all natural line of cream sodas. I honestly, what? The brand was actually discontinued. You can buy the whole collection for only 55 bucks. <laughs> what? I think we should do it. <laughs> Review it on here. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, he also came out with a fucking video game called Shaq Fu. And what is it? What kind of video so game is it? So Shaq Fu is basically about a seven feet, one inch basketball player um, avatar. He's fighting evil mummies and playing in a charity basketball game in Japan. How fucking what? random. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds kind of crazy. Yeah. I don't understand like how you're fighting evil mummies but also playing in a charity basketball game at the same time. Sounds like a trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a fucking trip. Um, Shaq, you have some explaining to do. Yeah, and then they also came out with a fucking sequel to that. What? In 2018, yeah, called Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn. Is this like a thing? Like, is this like a gamer thing? Like, people actually play this? I don't know. I have never even heard of it until, honestly, until we started doing the research for this. On top of that, Shaq always did um, charity events with, like, Toys R Us and stuff. One time, he they gave him like a persona called Shaka Claus, and <laughs> they that. basically put him in Aww, a Santa suit and kind of yeah, and they he's made like him this get donations. Big guy. Yeah, he's like wearing this like little beard and a Santa hat. Super wholesome, and he's such a good like he's such. I feel like he's such a good dad. Like he gets very big dad vibes. Yes, and he's really funny because he's a he's a. Um, He's on one of the sports networks that talks about, oh. um, like, the games, the basketball games after they're done. And, like, they're going back and forth. He's funny. Like, he brings the comedic aspect to it. So, I could see all Love that. that. Yeah. And then... Props to the endorsement king. Yes. Hey. But he's done everything from pizza to car insurance to oh, sleep yeah. apnea That masks. Papa John's deal, like, he scored, I believe, $4.2 million over a span of three years. No just to way. Be- endorsing papa john's like Crazy. this man he said his kids said his get kids, your kids fucking set. coin king do it up i love him he also bitch he also was in a taco bell commercial Shut in 1996 up. yeah oh my god 1996 that's when i was born <laughs> it was meant to be bitch he did that for me 
He knew that was for me. We have to talk about endorsements gone wrong. Okay. Because there's a few, and I, I cannot wrap my mind around it. So one of them is Brill Cream and David Beckham. Okay, so it's like um, something to do with hair. Like it's like a hair product, right? Okay. And... He signs for $6 million. He signs a $6 million contract for four years. $6 million contract for four years. Two years into his fucking contract for a hair product, he shaves his head. Wow. Literally shaves his head. <laughs> That's so stupid. Why yeah. would you do that? Literally shaves his head. And did that breach his contract? So technically, no, it did not. So they said that he, it never said that he had to keep his hair, like as long as he still promoted it. Yeah, yeah. But the sales did decline by 25%. Ouch. Which makes sense. Another well, one that was a complete fucking fail was Blackberry and Alicia Keys. So that one, it was in 2013. And she became a creative director for Blackberry. And um, the day after... They announced that she was going to be a creative director. Why would she be a creative director? God knows. Also another brand that you don't understand. This makes absolutely no sense. No sense. But anyways, nonetheless, she became a uh, creative director. So the day after, she sends a tweet, right? And the tweet literally says, it started from the bottom, now we're here. Okay, that's the tweet. But she's promoting BlackBerry, correct? At the bottom of the tweet, it said, sent from iPhone. <gasps> <laughs> Ooh, started from the bottom now we here bitch you're still in the bottom now so she her position was very short-lived oh really yeah (laughs) very short-lived but apparently it ended up like being that she was hacked but like still bitch still i don't know where i'm sorry i love alicia keys respect 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 (laughs) but what the fuck are you doing being a creative director for Blackberry. blackberry Honestly, the one person that I feel like, I, actually two people, that I would feel would make sense to back BlackBerry would be Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. or Paris Hilton. Yeah, of course. Them too. They're um, probably unavailable. Yeah. <laughs> so they used Alicia Keys. No offense to Alicia Keys at all. We love love you. you. Respect, respect, respect. <laughs> yeah. Katy Perry did a collaboration with Pop Chips, but the taglines for this shit were crazy bad. Let me just read two of them to you, okay? One of them says... Love without the handles. <laughs> Bitch. That's fucked up. Yeah. When was this? 2012. Oh. Yeah. And then another one that was like is almost her. a decade ago. Yeah. But then another one, this one's worse, is her on the cover holding two bags of chips to her boobs, like covering her boobs, and the tagline says, nothing fake about him. <laughs> what the fuck? she allowed this shit to happen but that's not all 2012 was a bad fucking year for pop chips because they also another one yeah this one's worse fire their whole marketing team you literally they probably did because i haven't nothing came out after 2012 (laughs) um but ashton kutcher ashton kutcher endorsed pop chips but he did brown face so he played, yeah. He you mean played, blackface? No, brownface. Because he played an Indian character named Raj. Yeah, and this character was supposed to be like a Bollywood producer looking for love. And in the commercial, they pulled this commercial. Because in the commercial, he has brown face and is doing an Indian accent. <gasps> Shut up. Yeah, they pulled it. Wow. Yeah. Do you think we can find it? Probably on YouTube. Let's find it. Everything lives forever on I wanna the internet. I want to get salty and talk shit about it. Yeah, I'm so salty about that. This one hits close to home. When was, this was after 2012. This was in 2012. Oh, in yeah. 2012. Yeah. Wow, 2012 was a rough year. I can't Hell believe yeah. I lived through that. Exactly. Shit. But yeah, so those are just some of the shitty endorsement deals that happened. Yeah, you know, companies gotta do better. Businesses gotta do better. Marketing teams gotta do better. Like Someone needs to question shit. You can't just yeah. go along with everything. My thing also is that it's um, been 10 years. But maybe back then it, it was funny or it was cool or it was... No, I wouldn't say cool, but like it was probably more... Accepted. Accepted, yeah. It mm-hmm. was more socially accepted. Yeah. And in today's world, I mean, it's shocking, but it, it, that just shows you how much of a difference we are in like time and... Like, how much we've changed in just 10 years. Mm-hmm. The way we see things is completely different than the way we used to. You I know? agree. And we've it's grown. Good, We're in more a good woke way, as a absolutely. society. So we're sensitive towards the right things. Yeah. I but agree. it's just crazy to think that back then, like, I didn't feel like that 
the world I was living in that was so sexist like that. Yeah. But when you hear about it in hindsight, it sounds really cringy. So bad, right? Yeah. But yeah, I was, when I learned about that, I was like, that is shocking to me. Because Ashton Kutcher is, is usually backs like the right movements, has, um, he's very charitable. He, him and Mila Kunis together as a couple do a lot for the society and they have they have a very big footprint i think in the charity world which so this was very surprising but then again it was in 2012 so i guess it kind of makes sense yeah um but yeah yeah we weren't where we are now that's for sure i'm really shocked at all these honestly celebrities have their fingers in everything i feel and i feel like if you have the money for it you can i mean everything is at your fingertips yeah. yeah totally i get it yeah, I, I think it's great, though, like, if you can, you know, take your, you know, your celebrity status and build an empire from it or build a foundation for yourself that will last longer mm-hmm. than your role as a celebrity, you know, because yeah. that's, I mean, I mean, unless you're, like, an Ariana Grande or a Kardashian, your name isn't going to be around forever, but if you can create, you know, something long-lasting like Goop or you know like honest brand you know that's gonna last forever it's that's what she's gonna be known for jessica alba is an actress but today she's known for being you know the ceo of honest company yeah you know no she doesn't come out with a lot of movies but she's pivoted you know and created an empire for herself it's definitely very i know she created that once her baby was born and Mm -hmm. she realized that there wasn't a lot of um natural products for her baby well so what actually happened was that her baby got a rash from something oh okay and that's when she know. that's what really sparked her interest mm. of creating something very natural because i think it was like caused by a chemical okay. i don't know if it was like by a diaper or something but something gave her an allergic reaction the one thing i do get salty about is when celebrities just use their name to like make money real quick and sell shit that they don't even yeah like like back themselves <laughs> like the whole sugar bear hair shit what the fuck what the fuck? Like, all celebs I know were, like, backing sugar bear hair and um, pretending to eat their, like, gummies when it's like, I know you spit that shit I I ain't seen you chew. <laughs> chew that shit in front of me, or please. Or what was it called? Those flat tummy teas? Yes. Yeah. That shit is a laxative. Mm-hmm. You're better off taking a normal laxative. <laughs> My God. You're better drinking a cup of coffee. For real. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee will do the same motherfucking thing to you guys. Save your money. Ugh. Anyways, um, that's the shit I'm salty about. What about you? I'm a little salty that our food wasn't as good as I was Ugh. hoping it to be because I was really excited. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I'm going to try what In-N-Out really freaking tastes like Yeah, tonight. we were actually in between a couple restaurants and San was like, I really want to try this because yeah. it's supposed to be an In-N-Out dupe. Yeah. And there's no placement for In-N-Out. That's the conclusion we came to. I don't know what the fuck they put in their food, but keep doing you. Yeah. And please make a vegan version of it. Thank you. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in again this yeah. week, guys. It means a lot to us. So we really appreciate your support. Yeah, please like and follow yeah. us on Instagram. Yeah. We're at Pass the Salt Podcast on Instagram. It's also linked in our description. So yeah. you can always just follow it from there. Let us know if you guys try Val Burger and give us your input as well. If yeah. you guys have any food suggestions, send it our way. We're always yeah. really happy to try anything. We'd love to hear from you. So don't be shy. Don't be a stranger. And stay salty. Stay salty, bitches. Bye, guys. <laughs>